Welcome to the BBC. Bring me your balls. No, Kelly Clarkson. Hey, Queens, how's it going? Welcome, welcome to today's podcast on the BBC podcast between those cheeks. Yes, between the cheeks that you're thinking about. We have an amazing guest, Brie Mesquit, that I've been following for the past year. We were actually on a show a couple of weeks ago, and she was so good, we had to bring her back. (laughs) So she is the owner of Lash and Wax in California. And then we have Becca from Bright, as well as myself, Katrina. Welcome, welcome, everyone everybody. How's everybody doing today? Fantastic. How are you doing? Oh, good. good. So excited to get all of the tea and the gossip. All right. <laughs> so today, yes. So, so we were actually just in Dallas with the Bright team and I actually saw my first European wax studio. I've been hearing all of these franchises and in Canada we have like Fuzz Wax Bar but we don't have European wax studio so I was really interested and I actually drove by one and then um, just talking to a lot of the other estheticians at the show they were saying that they only use like strip wax instead of hard wax which as we know hard wax is much easier on the downstairs area um, and yeah we want to kind of just get to know um, your experience Bree, because you said last time that you were working there a couple of years ago and it didn't go so well so tell (laughs) us what your side of things were um yeah I mean my story there is kind of crazy so I don't know exactly what you want me to touch on specifically but um I I do have to say I do think it's a great start for a new esthetician who's interested in waxing um so I definitely think it played like a good solid role in my career and where I'm at now. Um, but I got started, I'd, I started out a day spa and at the day spa, I kind of started dabbling around with um, hair removal and I just kept hearing about European Wax Center. And somehow I think they called the school that I um, had graduated from and asked like, hey, are there any students that you could recommend? We're looking for new employees. Um, so they actually gave me a call and asked me to come in for an interview, which I thought that was pretty cool. And at that time I was like, oh my gosh, this is sweet. They're like seeking me out. So I went on the interview and um, I did like what I saw from the outside. <laughs> um, so I started working there and I actually worked there for, I think it was like a year and a half to two years. And then we had a family um, a huge family loss. My my grandmother who raised me, so she's my mom. She had been battling cancer for a while, and um, so she sadly was in the hospital and ended up passing. Um, they would not allow me to take the time off needed to help do the funeral funeral arrangements and all the things. Um, this is not a reflection on EWC corporation as a whole because they are franchises, so they are owned by different. There's different owners per. Um, location. So this is not a reflection on them as a whole. I just wanted to kind of put that out there. Um, But yeah, so that was like the first kind of really bad experience I had with um, just seeing how we weren't valued as employees. And um, so I was, it was kind of a forced quit. It was a very weird situation. But anyways, then life went on. I was like, I don't even remember what I was doing in between. I mean, we had another child because I was pregnant at that time. Um, I don't even remember what I was doing. Oh my gosh, my memory is like blanking. But it got to a point where I needed to like get back to work. Um, so I actually went and interviewed with a different location 
that was owned by different owners. And I guess the word got back to my original owners and then they offered me a job back. <laughs> so I ended up going back and working at the same location, worked for, there for a couple of years. And then I got fired again because they heard that I was doing um, other beauty services on this side. So I got hired and fired from the same one <laughs> twice and I'm a little proud of it. <laughs> Get it girl, that says something for sure. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, but, so, yeah, oh, yeah go, ahead. Ahead. No, go for it. Ask me whatever you want to know. Well, I just recently learned that European Wax Center, like the entire corporate business is owned by two men. I didn't know that before, but I was Googling it because I actually recently got waxed at one of the locations in Vegas. Uh-huh. And I was Googling the name just to see which location was closest to me. And it came up that it's a public company now and you can buy stocks in it. Oh, and if it's a public company, they have to list like who the CEOs are. Mm-hmm. And it's two guys. And I, I can know bet that. you, I can bet you maybe other than their nose and their ears, they are not getting waxed. <laughs> You're probably Absolutely right. <laughs> I was I was just so shocked to to see that and was, oh. yeah, <laughs> yeah it definitely. Right? And that was one of the things that I had the most difficulty there was that the people in charge were not the ones that had ever stepped foot in a treatment room as an esthetician and probably not often as a client either. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So they just didn't like. We're all in the business of making money. I understand it's an investment opportunity. They saw, um, you know, an opportunity in it, but I just really believe in knowing the ins and outs of your business and experiencing all aspects. And I think where it really lacks is especially experiencing it as an esthetician and someone who's actually taking clients and providing the service. Yeah, absolutely. I'm a firm believer that any owner, like whether you're, you've never known about the industry at all. You need to either be a client or an esthetician, because if you're just have a lot of money and you're owning something, you're not going to know your business in and out, right? Yeah. Like you have to educate yourself about the ingredients, the products, you have to be there. You can't yeah. just oversee everything from a computer and hire all these little puppets to do everything for you, right? Like you have to be able to do both things. And like Becca said, like the guys probably got their nose and their ear holes waxed. I want to see them get their booty waxed. You know what I'm saying? And see how much more it hurts with the strip wax as opposed and like or if they had partners if they had wives like get them to come in right like it's so important to value your customers and know your brand inside and out and not just have a bunch of people doing it for you because what I heard a little to you and gossip at the show was that they hired a lot of like really new estheticians so not anything wrong with new estheticians at all like we have to start somewhere right but like if everybody's new going into the industry then you really don't know how to grow your business very well because everybody's starting from scratch right so it's really good to have like senior estheticians estheticians that have been working for a couple years and new ones so that we can all learn from each other as opposed to like everybody starting off we're just going to throw you in a treatment room and like as we know in a treatment room we don't have anybody holding our hand so we could do lord knows what in the back of a treatment room without anybody knowing and just call it a day right it might take you 15 minutes to do a brazilian wax it might take you a full hour but nobody's there to check on you and see what you're doing right or wrong so yeah and um they do actually use hard wax i just wanted to okay they do exclusively use hard wax um i used to love their wax until the formula definitely changed that 
I forget what point um, when I was there, it was towards the end. Um, so I used to think it was like the one all be all. I'm like, this wax is awesome. I was worried about going out on my own because I wanted to find something similar to that because that was my first real experience with hard wax was there. So I got used to um, my techniques being based on their formula, but I've quickly found, so any estheticians that are currently at European Wax Center, and that's your main concern is finding a good hard wax. I'm telling you, once you start trying out other brands, there's, there's much better hard wax out there than what European um, provides. But I, I get it, like just being nervous to branch out with something different. Mm-hmm. And you have your own wax right now. Is it Rebel Wax? Or is yeah, this something we just new launched that like within the past month. So it's very exciting. Congrats. Crazy transi- trans- transition, um, but it's exciting. Yes, I'm actually wearing the t-shirt right now. <laughs> hey represents. Amazing. Yeah. Okay, so tell us about Rebel Wax. What makes it different? We'll be back after a quick break. Money is all around us, and we think about it more than almost every other aspect of our lives. But how can we make more of it, and what's our drive for building wealth beyond just the numbers in our bank account? Join us on the Make More podcast as our host, Matt Heslin, brings to you a dynamic lineup of experts in the world of investing, business, health, and beyond. Together, they unpack the secrets to not just surviving, but thriving in today's economy. It's about more than just wealth. It's about crafting life experiences, seizing opportunities, and building a legacy. Subscribe now to the Make More with Matt Heslin podcast and join us every week for new expert insights and inspiration. Um, I really want to like just make our profit margins higher. I'm so sick of all these like increases in prices, which I totally understand that they do need to happen. Um, but I was just looking to provide a great quality wax with amazing customer service from an esthetician who's using this stuff. So like, I know what we want and need um, and just being able to increase our profit margin. So like our packaging is no frills. Um, we u- literally use free boxes from USPS to ship out. And with doing that, we're able to pass along the savings um, to other estheticians. Cause I think right now we all are a little frustrated when it comes to our increased overhead. Um, so I just really wanted to be able to provide great quality wax where you don't have to buy an extreme bulk because my most of my target market is newer estheticians so they're not able to go and drop you know thousands of dollars to be able to get that low price per pound um so that was my goal was to be able to provide the low price per pound great quality great customer service um quick shipping and um not having to buy in bulk up front Mm -hmm. love that yeah, I've noticed a lot of companies doing that right now. Like one ingrown hair company that I'm working with, mm-hmm. absolutely love them, but they require you to buy in bulk. And they're yeah. actually in my city. So like I still have to pay shipping and I'm like, I will go to the warehouse myself and yeah. I'll knock on your door if I don't have to pay shipping. They're like, no, no, no. And like now you have to buy like six to 12 products at once. Yeah. But like I might have a client and they have a wide range of like uh, products as well. But like uh-huh. I have a couple products that I just want to buy maybe three right so I find it extremely expensive and especially it's a natural line so as we know like there's this this, like it uh, expires if it's on the shelf for too long yeah right so I really like that idea of 
and so um what is your price range right now for like a pound so right say? now we have 10 pound bags available and those are priced at 14.99 per pound um oh. yeah and you only have to buy 10 pounds um they are sold out right now so we're combating that it's like i knew this was going to happen but we are a debt-free company so I needed, like we, my husband and I literally stopped paying ourselves out so that we could put the deposits down on this. We got the orders, they sold out, which we're like so grateful, but also freaking out because this, that was one of the issues I knew would be a, well, I was kind of hoping slash hoping wouldn't be a problem um, because I really don't want those who switch over to Rebel Wax to have that continued issue of not being able to reorder. Um, so we're investing every dollar that comes in profit wise, we're placing new order. So this is only going to be a temporary issue. I can promise you that, but we have the 10 pound bags, um, currently sold out, but we have five pound bags as well. And that's priced at $17.99 per pound. Um, and I'm honoring those who have purchased the 10 pounds already. Um, I'm honoring the $14.99 per pound for the five pound bags for them until we get more, um, shipment in and it's pink. Of course, it's my favorite color. Um, in the future, we hope to have other colors available as well but right now it's pink and it has a really light rose scent to it and it's shimmer um and it's more of like a gel consistency so what I really like about it is you can visibly see when it's ready to remove um so it turns from like a really like a clear pink to like an opaque like baby pink so you can vis visibly see when it's time um for it to remove which helps beginner waxers as well. But it's also speed waxer friendly. So you're not, it's not gonna set up um, too quickly and then get hard to where it's gonna break on you when you go to remove. Right, and we know how frustrating that can be when oh, it's no, I... break, so. <laughs> Yeah, and then That's we have two, I just placed an order yesterday or finished the final um, payment for 2.2 pounds as well. So those will be considered our sample bags because I do not like, anything less than that I feel like it's just really hard to get a true like good trial run out of it um mm -hmm. so we have those coming hopefully soon shipping is fun <laughs> at yeah. the moment we know but all about that problem. we're sold out right now too <laughs> yeah it's so um, it's a good problem to have but it's like yeah. so stressful at the same time yeah so do you have a warehouse that you put all of your stock in Oh my gosh, we are like out of control right now. So I'm actually currently at my salon in Bend, Oregon. So I actually live in Bend. I still do have the California salon, but I'm not there often. So we have, we kind of, we do some shipping out of here with our wax pads and then we're driving back and forth between our home because we live on an acre and we have a warehouse um, at our home, uh, but we are bursting at the seam. So I'm working with the realtor to find like a actual warehouse and we're going to just condense all of it into one. Um, and then we will definitely have like pickup options and stuff um, for estheticians and they can come by and test out our products and get a little tour if they'd like. And I'll be hosting classes there and stuff. So it's in the works. I'm hoping within 45 days we can find the right um, fit, but it, that's kind of crazy. The market for commercial real estate right now is insane too. It's all crazy. There's a lot of things working against us. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we're looking for a warehouse right Are now. Are you? And it's the same, yeah, in Vegas. Yep. Yeah. It's just yeah. like houses and cars. Yep. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Sensation going up everywhere right now. It but is. 
so yeah, far so good. I love, I love the idea. Be able to streamline <laughs> and be yeah. able to make it because we're it's right now. It's my husband and I. And we really would like to hire. Um, we have help with you know social media and I have like an accountant and things like that. But when it comes to the day to day operations of packaging and shipping and fulfilling, um, it's just us and it's time to uh, get some help. <laughs> You wow. should be coming to Vegas, girl. A lot of I networking. I've never been to a trade show, which is like really sad. I've been in the industry for 10 years. I've never been to a trade show. So I would love to do that. That's our next goal. We're actually looking for an RV also, but those are crazy expensive right now so that we can go to the trade shows and I can bring my family and stuff. Cause then, um, yeah, we'll definitely travel around and do that. That'd be super fun. I love the tour idea, especially for estheticians like in your area. I think that would be such an asset because I think so many of us, like in Canada, we are so short supply. I've been talking to a lot of people when I'm in the States and like the shipping is so ridiculous. As you know, when I bought my wax vat, it was such a mess just to get here. Um, And it's not anybody's fault, right? It just depends on who's at the border. But um, so I'm actually getting, I'm going to get a PO box in New York and then just ship it there and then go back and forth every month. But I love the fact that you're doing that because I think there's so many estheticians that want to create their own wax, but don't know how. So like giving them a tour, whether it's on social media or even doing like a class, that would be such a wonderful idea to, you know, really help like motivate other people. Because I think a lot of us as estheticians, we want to grow. And as we know, like we have to sell products to achieve our goals, right? Like we can't just do services and make money. It's great, but for so long, like it does take a toll on our body. So it's really nice to have a product to actually sell. And you're really, I admire you so much. You're doing such an awesome job and like so like I said being full like we're going through that problem with bright right now we're selling out at every show which is great but you know like we have been telling our customers as well like it might take a couple of weeks but this is you know create some brand awareness on your social media get people excited get people ready and to have it in your spa right and then that way they can practice using the wax and so on and so forth so yeah really good (laughs) you're gonna do big things girlfriend for sure We are all going to the top. Yes, <laughs> and we can do it together. Yes, exactly. That's why I love this community and this um, industry. Like, I don't know. I think it has somewhat. Uh, people can look in the beauty industry and have certain like. Um, what word am I looking for? I don't know their own like ideas of what it's like but since I've especially with women I've always been such a tomboy so I'm like the fact that I'm in this industry is like really weird and that I love pink I used to despise pink I'd be black everything black head I still am because it's slimming but (laughs) I like but since being in the industry like really great relationships are built and people are super supportive yeah Mm -hmm. it's very um it's nice to it's nice to see (laughs) Yeah. And that will attract people to your brand, right? Like we're having a great time. Like we just met on the traveling team and we are all so aligned with each other. Like I'm so grateful just to meet all the girls. There's about 10 people all together. And like, awesome. we're just having such a blast and like, we're still professional, but we know how it went to have fun as, at the same okay. time. And we, we tell like people are really buying into not just the product, but the, the brand and Luba, yeah. the owner, right. And all of us individually. And like, that's, that's such like, for me, core values are essential. 
you know, like it has to have a certain, you know, female owned, you know, um, vegan, sustainable, eco-friendly, all of those good things. And like, obviously it's not for everybody, but when you're buying into a product, you're supporting a dream, you're supporting a brand altogether. And that makes the biggest difference, right? Anybody like Kylie Jenner could just make their own lipstick full of chemicals and people will buy it, unfortunately, but there's so much more to the brand when like you have value within it. So absolutely and that's where you get your growth can be slow and steady but it's sustainable and you build that trust factor um yeah i think that's fantastic yeah same page (laughs) yeah because then when you do sell out and you can't keep up and you have shipping issues or quantity issues and things like that if your customers trust you they'll wait a little bit longer and they'll like be patient with you and understand Mm. that you know like bright is growing or rebel wax is growing and like Mm. we're going through growing pains and you just gotta like bear with us we're literally working around the clock there's so much that you don't see that's going on to make sure that this product gets in your hands um whereas like a big corporation doesn't have that, right? Like the, the customers don't know the individuals behind the brand. So they don't have the same amount of like trust factor. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yep. And you want clients that are going to appreciate you as well. Um, quick story. I My husband is very sick today, so I stayed home. Mm-hmm. So like four o'clock in the morning, I canceled all my clients. And most of the time I'm saying like, sorry for the inconvenience. My husband is sick. I, you know, I need to take care of him, blah, blah, blah. I'll reschedule you as soon as possible. And then I have a really good friend, probably about 15 minutes away from my location that will take any of the clients that I have because she's not as busy. So she'll take, you know, any of the clients that I can't take. All of them like, oh, it's okay, hon. Like, I'll wait for you. Um, no worries. I hope he feels better. I hope you don't get sick. I had that one client that was like, oh, well, this is actually super inconvenient for me. My birthday's on Saturday and I was like, oh, okay. And I was like, well, my husband's a priority to me. So sorry, not sorry. I didn't say it like that. But you know, it was just like, I can't do anything about this. I, you know, my husband's my priority, no matter what. And I also don't want to go and get my clients sick, you know, but it's like, let me do a two hour service on you just to make you happy. And like, my husband's like, don't say these things. I'm like, I don't want clients like that. Like, I really don't like, I want clients that are gonna actually say, Oh, I'm so sorry that your husband's feeling this way. And you know what I mean? Like, because you know that they appreciate you and you do so much like behind the scenes to make it work for these type of clients right and then that one I was like here's her number have a good day good luck you know and like it's one thing if I'm not giving you another resource or like I'm like oh I'll see you next week like I literally am giving you the resource to go see somebody else if it is urgent I know the weekend is right around the corner you know so yeah, I, I'm, I'm a true believer. Like I used to back in the day, maybe my first four years, I would do anything to make clients and customers mm-hmm. feel happy. Now I'm like, this is a two way street, you know, right. like, we have to come like, we have to be aligned with each other. And like, it's not just, you know, you're paying me and I'm doing a service for you. Like it's an exchange of energy too, right? Yeah. So I think that makes a huge difference. Absolutely. Yep. That's one thing I had to learn and I'm still learning. (laughs) Um, I I slip up and I give way too much and then it's taken advantage of, but I'm kind of a people pleaser, especially when it comes to my clients. I think there's a fine balance to, um, you know, find within that because we are in the customer service industry, but at the same time, it's like, we want to, we need to be respected and especially our policies followed. Yeah. 
that's a bit that's a big one for newbies and for me still I'll be like oh you're canceling last minute no no problem <laughs> I'll yeah. wait the this time for the fifth time <laughs> yeah what's it for why are we canceling today <laughs> funny quick story that you reminded me of I literally was um when I was pregnant with my son I had let all my clients know, hey, my due date's coming up. So if you ever hear from me or my husband, it's because I'm in labor. I'm going to work as long as possible because I was out on my own at that point. Um, I literally went into labor, let one of my clients know I had to, you know, reschedule and gave her a referral. She's like, um, this is inconvenient because I can't do this. It's my daughter's birthday. I'm like, well, it's my son's birthday. Like literally. So. <laughs> I'm giving life right now. Like <laughs> I just people are they're fun. They keep it interesting. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> but needless to say, I never saw her again. <laughs> and that's okay. We're yeah. okay with that. More will come. Yes. Oh my gosh. So Brie, so crazy to see this journey of starting at European Wax Center. Now you manufacture your own wax. So crazy. I, it hasn't fully like registered in my brain. <laughs> Like maybe one day European will take on Rebel Wax and use that as their wax in all of their corporate locations. Be pretty. That would be amazing, right? Full Come full circle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. manifest it. Yep. Mm-hmm. I need to get my wax pads in there because I could not. St- their, their beds get beat up. I'm like buying a sixty-five dollar wax pad even every six months would save them so much money. Um, yeah, in the long run, we'll see what happens. <laughs> I'm actually suggested it to the college I teach at because we're trying to look for a new wax at the moment, but I was suggesting getting the wax pads because we use just like regular massage table and then we go through so much paper, right? Yeah. So I am pushing. There's so many politics involved at that place, but I am I'm really, really pushing for it oh, because I love the idea. And even uh, Heather on our bright team, she just got one as well. Um, we got one for the wax um, back in Vegas as well. So um, we are promoting it as much as we can, but that's like a hot topic, sister. Like you get get into a trade show one of these days yes. and like sell because that would make a lot because I guarantee yeah. people would buy it like hot sauce. Oh yeah. No, we need to. And there's a lot that, um, I don't know how to phrase it. I, w- I don't want to say copycatters, but in a way, and I mm-hmm. think some of them are showing up at these trade shows and it, I try to like, just keep our blinders on and stay focused, but it's making me a little anxious. We need to show up and, um, just for brand awareness for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it'd be fun. I want to meet everybody. I'm always behind the phone or computer sp- screen. So it'd be nice to meet people too. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So I get FOMO when I see everyone at the trade shows. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta go to one. Yeah, no, I'll definitely. That's like, yes. on our list. I'm winging out taking clients and traveling to California so much that I can open up more time to be able to focus on trainings and trade shows and our product and stuff. So that's like the next shift and I'm I'm excited for it. I'm excited for you. I love that you gave yourself like 45 days as well. I think that's really important to give yourself some kind of timeline and like not be hard and beat yourself up if like the 46th day it happens, right? But I think it's really important to give yourself some kind of goal and timeline because we can just be like, oh, within this year, these are, this is what's going to happen. And then November comes and you're freaking out, right? So it's all about manifestation, speaking it into existence and 
yeah it'll happen when it's meant to be for sure absolutely and I totally like so believe in it will happen when it's meant to be because I've experienced it enough times that I'm trying to keep those like things in mind and those moments and circumstances in mind and be like see look it it worked out and at one point I was like my the world's over this is never going to work itself out and it always does so my grandma always used to tell me a goal without a date is only a dream so I always try to put a date but I also believe in having flexibility too because hurdles are always going to come your way the better you can get at mastering hurdles the more the bigger your business will grow yeah yeah, true. Okay, so quickly before we wrap up, I want everybody to share, Brie, you reminded me, um, I want everybody to share their biggest, like, everything happens for a reason moment. And it can be your business or your personal life. Like, what's what's one that you can think of where you were like, okay, that's a very weird coincidence. Yeah. You want me to start? Sure, yeah. Um. So when I went... From my first location on my own, I was renting a room in the back of a hair salon, and then it was time to expand from there, and I, there was this lady that had opened a salon across the street from me. Um, she promised the world aesthetically everything looked fabulous from the outside, but it was the weirdest thing. The day that it was time for me to move in, I walked into the room. My husband was there helping me. We we're setting everything out, and I just started bawling, and he's like, what's wrong? And I was like, I just, something's off like I just don't feel right about this like something I couldn't and I couldn't put my finger on it so I try to push that down and push that aside well later that evening she sent me my official lease stupid mistake I learned a lesson I did not sign the lease before I actually moved in so she finalized final well and she also didn't give it, get it to me on time she finalized the lease she changed everything she upped my rent by $1,200 I had already paid her $800 deposit which for me at that time was a lot of money it still is a lot of money $800 is a lot of money um she changed everything. I told her, I can't move forward with this. This isn't what we agreed upon. I can't afford this rent. And she wanted to use the room herself and my equipment. It got weird. So we panicked and moved everything out. She ended up never giving me a refund. I was going to like go to small claims and all that. And I just really felt like pulled to just let it go and that it would be returned to me tenfold. Um, and I don't, I don't recommend doing that all the time. There's definitely times when it's like, you need to stand up and do what's right and legal accountability needs to be, you know, taken. But um, I just really felt like I didn't need to do that. The next day, my salon that I still currently have in Newport became available. It's like the perfect location. It served me well. And I definitely made that back tenfold. Um, and her business went under within like a month. So it just like, wow. it worked itself out. I was meant to, I felt like it was like my little, it was a huge trial. I learned a lot of lessons through it that now I can actually share with my students when I'm helping them to find like their first commercial location and stuff. So that served a purpose. Um, and if I would have been there, then I wouldn't have ever known about my current location, which I absolutely love it. So that was definitely meant to be, but in the moment it was terrifying <laughs> and frustrating. Wow, that is so crazy. It was crazy. It was a little cry cry. I just don't understand people and their like lack of like morals and ethic. I could never mm -hmm. do that to somebody, but mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it worked out. Yeah. So dirty. 
Yeah. But like well, said, it had to happen so that you know what to look for and yeah. what to avoid. And like, this is how it should be. And this is how it should not be. And these are the red flags. Yep. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Okay. Katrina. My, uh, my story is actually very similar. Um, we actually did a little bit of a podcast on this. So back in October, I had been working from my house from probably four years. I had my own home studio and I was so afraid to leave just because I was like, oh, I have to pay overhead, like even renting a room, like it's just an extra expense, right? Um, so then by the end of October, I basically was given 24 hours from a hairstylist, which was also my friend. We always wanted to own a business together. And um, she gave me 24 hours to figure out like if I want to own a business with her and I was like well this is really soon but like yes like let's do it and we've been talking about this for years it wasn't anything new um but she actually like was an engineer as well so she lived like literally 11 hour drive away um and I was under the impression that like once she started the business she was going to move back to Ottawa where I'm living um that wasn't the case so it was 30 days of like stress and awful and crying and everything I felt like I had an ex-man she was calling me on my phone like Monday through Sunday and everybody knows like Sunday's my rest day like my husband and I that's our day like I rarely like answer the phone and um every day like I like I already had Algonquin College I'm teaching at I work with Bright I I'm working on TikTok I work at my own home studio and then she's expecting me to go like every single day to like redo this whole salon she wanted to renovate it we didn't have enough money like I'm very realistic and she wasn't and she wanted to redo the floors redo the the whole hair salon and I was just renting like there was one aesthetics room and the rest was a hair salon I don't know anything about hair okay so I'm like I'll do the aesthetics portion of it um I hired a receptionist I hired someone to do threading they could just you know use my room um when I'm not there or like even have their own chair um anyway so 30 days went by my husband who's an electrician he did so much work he she never paid him my cousin did a lot of the painting she never paid her um and like then she would like get mad at my cousin because she chose the wrong color but like my husband can testify that like she was so indecisive like if she if we talked about a color like the next day she would say oh no it's this color so it was a lot of back and forth a lot of stress meanwhile we all have our own jobs we all have our own life and then um she wanted to open the first of december so that's 30 days okay from when she had told me so the first of december i was like why don't we open january 1st because like it's a new year we have a little bit of extra time and she's like well no like at christmas time like that's a busy time i'm like i understand that but like this is way too rushed and right, right, right. Anyway, December 6th opens. I was the only one there because my estheticians and the receptionist I had hired said that they were going to come in January, which that was fine. But she had told me that there was going to be like four other hairstylists there. So like we'd be working together. There was one other hairstylist that would be helping us out, like declutter and throw away garbage and everything. But hot mess. One week into it, there was just like too many red flags and I'm very intuitive. And there was just like, I remember waking up one morning and I'm like, babe, like I told my husband, I was like, by the end of January, if this is still not like, if this is still a roller coaster and it's still not going the way like I expected it to, like, please remind me I'm allowed to leave. But at yeah. that point, like you're so proud. You want to leave. You told everyone 
everybody on social media that you're leaving you know so like it was more my ego than anything else but I was like no I'm gonna stick it out and literally that day her and I got into like a little altercation because she wanted to put her name on my sign so she wanted it to say like Tropic Scal like all my services and at the end like her represented by blank um and I was like "Mm -mm." like that's where I draw the line like I've worked like so long and so hard in my business and like I've like this past year especially during the pandemic I was finally at peace with my branding my colors my my image my like literally everything my services like I was finally at peace and then here it is like somebody's coming into my life and fucking it all up basically (laughs) so I ended up um, that night that night like I we were kind of texting back and forth and she's like well this is not under like a knee under discussion like she's like this is final and it was like she was talking to me like a boss and I'm like well this was supposed to be a partnership you know so literally finished my clients and then I remember like going into the car and I bawled my eyes out like it was such a like painful experience because it's like almost like you're losing a friend you're losing a business you're it felt like a heartbreak like you know with a partner and like I went home I told my husband and he's like look like this has been so many red flags and like he's very like realistic and he's also very intuitive and he's like this type of woman is not going to change like this is the way she is so you can either like continue and go through all of this and like have everything in writing or you can leave now so the next day I decided I told her I was like look I'm not I'm like not happy with this I was like you know like our values aren't aligned then she still wanted to point the finger at me saying that I was wrong and I was like I'm not here to argue with you like I know what I want in my life called my girl up and she's like maybe like an extra 10 minutes down the road from this location um and she literally that weekend started painting the room for me because I had like a bright orange and she's like I will get it painted and everything for you I'm like well you don't need to literally Saturday everything was painted and she bought me like really cute green wallpaper and I was like this is like I feel valued you know and she was like it's an honor to have you here so I ended up like two weeks later I was moving the rest of my stuff in and then the previous owner was telling me like oh aren't you not gonna like work with me like we tried to start this together and kind of like asking me to come back but not apologizing for what she said and I'm like honestly like it's just not working out And I had paid her already for January. Okay, so January comes around and like didn't hear from her because she ended up coming back to Ottawa for like two weeks, didn't hear from her once. And like I had left things kind of like amicable and like a little bit peaceful, didn't hear from her once. And still to this day, she hasn't paid me any money back. She hasn't apologized. She hasn't hit me up at all. But literally the other day I was telling my husband, I was like, I was so grateful for this opportunity because I would have never left if she pushed me out. You know, I know I had like choice. I had no gun to my head or anything like that. But like, I know that I chose to leave. But like, if it wasn't for her and this awful experience, I would have never left my house. And I really needed to like, I, you know, I've been in LS assistant for about 11, 12 years, like, I need time to grow. I need, you know, and it's just nice to like, separate home and work, right. And um, so like, I am so grateful for that experience. At the moment, I'm telling myself, I know everything happens for a reason. I know everything happens for a reason. Like, like, let's cry it out and figure it out tomorrow. But I didn't understand that reason until literally like, a couple weeks ago and I was telling my husband like I'm so grateful for her and I'm taking and you know I don't wish anybody ever any bad blood I wish success yeah. with everybody um but it was just like you know like we weren't aligned like purposely like we had the time and the place for everything but like 
everything happens for a reason. That money, it's like $700 that I paid for rent on January. I don't care. I'm not going to ask for it back. Like I know money comes and goes. Exactly. And money comes and goes. And I was like, I'm not going to be the person to like ask her, beg her for my money back. So, um, you know, like good riddance and wish you the best of the success. Glad you're not in my life anymore because I don't want toxic people like that anyway. But I'm honestly so grateful for where I am now. I have such an amazing location. I work with incredible females. And um, yeah, I, 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 I was so afraid to leave at the beginning. But now I'm like everything again happens for a reason. And I, I, I couldn't have found a better place in Ottawa where I'm located. And my clients love it. Um, all the estheticians that I work with are we all work well together. So it all worked out and I'm happy now. So you reap and it was good to get it over with in 2021 and get it started for 2022. So we started strong. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, guys, I'm just noticing the time and I've got to go. (laughs) No worries. Thank you so much. It was so great learning more about your experience and your journey as an esthetician and Rebel Wax. Just quickly, can you tell all of the listeners where they can find you um, for the wax pads or Rebel Wax? Is it all the same place? Yes. So I finally have a website, which is exciting. Like that used to be such a stressor for me. And now I'm like, it wasn't that bad. <laughs> so it's lashandwaxoc.com. Just in case people don't know, OC stands for Orange County because that's where I orig- that's where I'm from and originated my business. That may be changing, but for now, lashandwaxoc.com. And then I'm also on Instagram at lashandwaxoc. Um, I'm on TikTok as Brie Wax Mentor, I believe. Ooh. I'm not active on TikTok. I'm a, a user of TikTok, but I don't put out much content I would like that to change as well but yeah that's where you can find me but my website is the best spot to check out all of our products and you can purchase online as well perfect thank you so much Brie have a good day all right listeners you can subscribe to the show like comment and review anywhere you listen to podcasts just search between both cheeks podcast you can listen to it on the website between both and you can follow us on social media at betweenbothcheeks.com. And if you want to check out Katrina, you can find her at Tropics Gal Wax. And Tropics is T-R-O-P-I-X. And you can find me online at Becca from Bright. Cool. All right. We will see you next week. Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye. Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? Well, I can tell you firsthand that starting a podcast was one of the best things that we have ever done, but it can be really overwhelming to start out. Where do you begin? How do you do it? All the things. So many questions, right? How do you record audio and have it just go out into the world, into people's headphones and into their cars while they're doing dishes and cleaning and out on walks? Like I I can't say I understand the technology, but I can say that I know the easiest and the best way to do it, and that's with Buzzsprout. Buzzsprout is a podcast publishing platform, and it's so easy to use, and it can push your podcast out onto all major platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Anywhere you listen to podcasts, Buzzsprout can get you there. It's what we use every week. It's so freaking easy. I can't stress that enough. Like, We're still learning and 
our audio isn't the best all the time because we use Zoom for a lot of our episodes still. But even if you guys start out with just Zoom or just sitting in your closet using the voice memo app on your phone, Buzzsprout makes it that much easier to get that content and that audio out into the world and you can start building a brand, improving your business, or just shooting the shits with your friends. (laughs) Shooting the shit with your friends. I don't know if I can say that on an ad. Anyways, if you're interested in starting your own podcast, I super, 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 super encourage you to do so and go to our show notes, which is the show description, click on the link and you get to start your own podcast with Buzzsprout and you get an extra $20 Amazon gift card. It tells Buzzsprout that we've sent you and it really helps us out. Buzzsprout, the easiest way to podcast.